Grow marketing culture and sketchy MLMs have given modern business a bad reputation. It feels harder than ever to succeed as an entrepreneur, even though we've got an abundance of info and tech right at our fingertips. If you feel frustrated running your business, stress over your sales goals, or are baffled by marketing strategies, you've come to the right place. You deserve to run a successful, sustainable business without spamming all of your friends or wasting time and money on marketing gimmicks. This is the Sell It Sister podcast, and you're going to learn how to make more money without complex systems or sleazy sales tactics. I'm Erica Tebbins, and I teach highly motivated, female, and gender expansive entrepreneurs that selling doesn't have to suck. I've been running successful businesses and teaching others how to sell smarter, earn more, and create raving fans for over 15 years. And I'm excited to share what I've learned with you. If you want success without truly serving your clients, profits without any passion, or the next get rich quick scheme, I'm not your gal. But if you're all in as an entrepreneur, want to make a difference with your work, and are ready to run a business you're proud of, then get ready to sell it, sister. If you find that you're struggling with sales conversations, if they stress you out or you find that you're always stumbling over your words or you're not closing as many sales as you like or you just are really petrified of coming across as that pushy salesperson, I have great news for you. I have a totally free, completely 100% free, no catch, no sleaze sales method guide just for you. So when you download this guide, and I'll give you the URL in just a second, you are going to be able to start selling smarter this week. Yes, really. So what this is, is a framework, a customizable framework that works whether you sell a product or a service or both. So this is not weird scripts that you have to memorize or anything really convoluted or complex. It's just an easy way to remember what to say, how to say it, and why to say it when you're having a sales conversation with someone. I think you're going to love it. I know I do. I know it's worked for me for many, many, many years. I know my clients love it too. It gives them a ton of confidence when it comes to selling and that confidence translates to closing more sales, right? So if you need this, if this is a tool that seems like it's beneficial to you, I want you to go to bit.ly forward slash sell it sister podcast. It's all lowercase and it's all one word. Again, that's bit.ly bitly essentially forward slash sell it sister podcast. It's really, really quick to go through. But if you have any questions or anything, be sure to reach out because I want to make sure that you are a selling superstar. Welcome back to the sell it sister podcast. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about saying no, which can be harder than it seems, especially if you are a have historically been a people pleaser, uh, such as me. I'm much better than I was. I used to be a chronic people pleaser. Um, but I have, I have learned, uh, to get better about saying no. And I want to have this conversation, even though it's technically a monologue and not a dialogue here, but we can carry this conversation over onto Instagram, uh, at Eric Tevins consulting, but this is really important because especially 
as you get busier, um, or, you know, if your time is limited or whatever, being able to confidently say no to things is going to be a really crucial asset for you. And I promise for all of the, the people pleasers listening, you can do this. Trust me when I say that it might, you might feel like you're going to puke the first few times, but I, I promise you can do it. Um, so yeah, so I feel like, uh, you know, when you're earlier in business, it's much, much harder to decipher what to say yes to and what to say no to, especially if you've never run a business before, everything can feel like a priority. Cause you're like, I don't know, like everyone's telling me I need to focus on all these different things. Right. So I don't actually know what is wise for me to say yes and say no to. Cause you, you, you're like thinking all these thoughts, like I've got to get all my social media accounts going. Um, I need to get an email list. I need to find ways to get people onto my email list. Then I need to think about emailing them regularly. Uh, I, you know, I've got to create offers. I've got to launch those offers. I got to find clients. Then when I get those clients, like I got to make time for them. I also need to make time for content for, you know, creating content. Uh, I need time for ongoing marketing and on and on and on. Like it's, it's a lot. It's no wonder people become exhausted because this is really exhausting. It's a lot that entrepreneurs have to juggle. And especially also if you're in that earlier stage and you don't have somebody on your team yet who can, who you can delegate to, or you're not delegating out projects or things like that. It is just a lot. It's so much. Um, and then as you get better and you have more experience and you've real like data to go off of, uh, even if that data is not, I'm not even talking spreadsheet data. I just mean like, oh, I said yes to this and then it sucked. So I'm not going to do that anymore. Or I said no to this and then I regretted it. So I'm not going to do that anymore. We have those things we can go off of that make this process easier. Um, but that doesn't mean it's, it's always like easy, right? Cause we're, we're humans and FOMO is a thing and we're not psychic and, you know, we don't have a crystal ball. That's like, oh, if you say yes to this, then this will happen. And if you say no, then that will happen. So there's a lot of like self-trust and, and faith that goes into making, to, to making decisions in our, in our business. So, um, I can't say that, you know, this is like a hundred percent, like foolproof guru on the mountaintop. Like I'm going to tell you all of this. And then you'll always be able to confidently say no to things that won't serve you. And it will all work out beautifully. Like I can't, I can't do that for you. Right. Can't do that for myself. I wish I could do that for myself, but I can't, but I do want to give you, um, a few things that over the years of running many, many businesses and doing all sorts of different things of what I do for myself now to see, is this a no, or is this a yes? And then if it's a no, confidently be like, okay, it's a no I'm owning the no. And I'm, I'm going forward with, with that decision. So first and foremost, I check in with my initial gut reaction. I feel like my intuition, my gut, it does not lie. Even when sometimes I want to try to outthink it, uh, that doesn't ever seem to go my way. Like I just, I just need to trust my intuition, right? I don't always trust my intuition, um, but when I don't, uh, I'm usually like, damn, I should have trusted my intuition. So 
does it feel like a hell yes, right? If you get asked to do this thing, be part of this, be part of a summit, online summit, does it feel like a hell yes? And you can also say like, okay, well, I, but I'm like a little bit nervous. I've never done this before. Okay. That's understandable. But is it a nervous plus excited or is it like a nervous, this feels out of alignment kind of a situation? Cause I'm going to give you an example here. This happened at the beginning of this year. Somebody reached out to me and they said, oh, we found you through this friend of mine. Um, we want you to be part of our summit. We want you to talk about selling. I was like, okay. And I, I kind of like looked into it and my, my gut was like, nope, don't do it. Don't do it. But then my brain was like, okay, it's a new year. This is a marketing opportunity that just fell into your lap. And who are you to turn it down? Who are, who are you to say that this won't be good? Uh, who are you to say no to these people? Also, if you're not the salesperson for this thing, like who are they going to get? And then what if that person does it? And what if they get business from it? And on and on and on, right? So it was like my gut and my brain were having this back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Ultimately, I was like, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. And we'll just, we'll just see what happens. Uh, not good. Not good. I'll talk more about it in a minute. Should have listened to my gut. So number two, why am I saying yes to this? Ask yourself, why am I saying yes to this? Is it FOMO, fear of missing out, scarcity, some other fear? And, uh, you know, would not having the thing make me feel bad in some way? Would it make me feel less than? So this could be not just an opportunity, but let's say a course or a program is, is launching and you see it. You're like, dang, this marketing is good. This seems really good. But your, your brain is like telling you one thing, your gut is telling you another. Your gut is like, I don't know. I don't know if you should do this course right now. I don't know if you should like join this mastermind. I don't know. You know, you're really conflicted, but your brain is like, oh, but see, if you don't, if you don't join this course and you don't learn how to, I don't know, have a membership, then other people are going to start memberships and you're going to be left in the dust, right? You're going to, you're going to miss out. You're going to miss out on this opportunity, or you're going to try to do it on your own. You're going to fail spectacularly, right? So we have all this back and forth, right? So it's really good to think, why am I saying yes to this? So going back to my summit thing, I kind of, I kind of already touched on this. I was like, you're a dumbass If you say no to a marketing opportunity, also, you don't know who else will be involved. You don't know who will be paying attention. What if your next client comes from this thing? What if this? What if that? Da, 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 da. All of this stuff. What if they get somebody else to talk about sales then instead? And it's great for them. And then you missed out. All this back and forth, right? So why am I saying yes to this? Number three, ask yourself, what is my desired outcome? Does it seem like it will match up with this opportunity, this thing, whatever that I'm either going to say yes or no to, will it match up with my desired outcome? And will the projected ROI return on investment be worth it? 
So in this instance, I like to think about how long it will take me, what other opportunities it could lead to, um, how long and how long will it potentially take to see results and also what is required of me. So in this instance, with this summit, I was like, well, you know, I don't, I don't think it will take me like that long. Um, you know, I've done other summits before and stuff, but then as I kept getting more and more information, I was like, oh, this feels like it's going to take a long time. For instance, they were using this totally different platform. I was like, oh, it's going to be on zoom. Or like a lot of times, um, it's like, I've been in summits where you just stream live to a Facebook group. I've been on summits where you just stream to a zoom. I've been on summits where you pre-record and then they just upload your thing like the day of, uh, of like your workshop. This was like, there was going to be a whole training for this platform and everything. And it was starting to build. It was starting to be more time than I really wanted to. I was also going to have to create a whole new slide deck and on and on. Now I should note that my gut the whole time was like, this is taking too much time. It's going to take too much of your time. This is more time than you want to spend on something like this. Why are you doing this? This doesn't feel good. It was just screaming at me. And yet still I was like, uh, yeah, but I mean, I guess it'll be good. Cause I'll know how to use this other platform and blah, 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 whatever the whole, whole thing kept talking myself into a yes, that should have been a no. Right. So again, just reflect what, what do you hope to get? Does it seem like it will match up? Um, will the ROI be worth it? How long will it take me to see a result? Now, some things just speaking truthfully, a lot of things in marketing, it's a slow burn. It's the long game, right? You could be on a podcast like, you know, two years ago that doesn't do much for you at the time but let's jump ahead two years in the future. Now, all of a sudden you have somebody who's booking a discovery call with you. They are your next client. And you're like, how did you hear about me? And they're like, oh, I just recently listened to your episode of so-and-so's podcast forever. I heard you. And you're like, oh my gosh, I recorded that thing two years ago. Right. But they just found it. And then they started following you and checking your stuff out and they resonated with you. Right. So you never know in the future, how things that you do in the past could come around and be really beneficial. That's also partly why deciding between yes and no is really hard because there's really no way of knowing in the moment what new opportunities that thing could potentially lead to. So this is why my brain was having a freak out because it kept looking at like, oh, but down the road, this and that, whatever. Um, and that's why I kept talking myself into it. So this is just, again, no crystal ball. There's no crystal ball, unfortunately, but just really start to think like, you know, from the, from the event organizer or from the, you know, if it's a course, if it's a program, whatever, really try to see like, what will this require of me to do it? Well, how much time, how much energy, how much mental focus, how much whatever. Right. Because then this leads me to question four, can I make room for it right now? So if you know, okay, this thing, it's going to take me this many hours to do in this amount of time, 
or, you know, approximately this amount of hours in this amount of time, get really honest. Can I make room for it right now? If the answer is no, then, but you really want to do it, then what needs to be sacrificed, right? If there's already space in your schedule, great. There's space in your schedule. Then the the time thing is not necessarily a thing, you know, energetically, that could be a different story. Um, you know, making mental space for it, that's something different, but when it's actual time, you can look and if there's room, okay, then, you know, there's room, but if it feels like a hell yes, and there's not time, what temporarily can you sacrifice to make time for it? And if you're going to do that, how will it feel? Even if it doesn't fully pan out to the extent you want, how would it feel to sacrifice that one thing for this thing? It's really important. And then lastly, again, because like I said, there's really ultimately no way of knowing. And sometimes just like me with the summit, (laughs) I said yes when I should have said no. And this leads me to number five. If I say yes, and I realize later I should have said no, what am I going to do with that information? Right. This is only really a problem when we don't learn from the mistake. Right. When we, that like the next time, like I, I've had things since, oper- like marketing opportunities like this, where I've said yes and I've had some where I say no. Are some of the ones where I said no, could I actually be missing out on other things that would have come from it? Maybe. I'll never know. Right. But it helped me like, uh, saying yes to the summit, um, and then tracking the experience and how much time it actually took me and how frustrated I felt and all of that, that is an experience that can live in my body that I can check in with the next time I am pitched a marketing opportunity, a visibility opportunity to go, what, what is my gut telling me? How long will this take? What will I have to do? Do they, they, do they want me to like email my list and I don't feel okay with that? Do they want me to post about it a certain amount of times and I don't feel okay with that? Or does this feel super aligned? And I'm like, oh my God, I feel so lucky that I even got this opportunity. Right. So there is that. Um, and also same goes for paid things. Like there's, there have also been things that I have invested in since January, since that summit and things I have not invested in. And now I'm a lot more clear on why am I saying yes, this investment? What do I hope to get from it? Why am I saying no to this investment? And is this like a no as in not now, or is this a no as in like, probably not ever. Right. Cause again, I might say no to it right now. And that person might not offer that thing again, right? We might really, truly miss out on that exact offer. Uh, Of course, they might have other things down the road that we could take part in and it would be great and it would be fine. But it's it's good to be really, um, you know, honest with ourselves and and see like, am I okay with that? Will, Will I be okay with that? If I have truly missed out on this thing, Uh, is that going to sit well with me? And at the end of the day, that is the best we can do. 
the best we can hope for is that over time, we will learn from our experiences with what we said yes to and what we say no to, to help inform our future no's and our future yeses. Uh, and the process will just get easier and easier and easier every time. Not necessarily is it ever easy because again, there's no way of knowing, right? There is unfortunately no way of knowing like, what if I say no to this and I've just like screwed myself forever, but here is the final note I want to leave you on. I don't actually believe that it's entirely impossible to like, if we say no to something that it's just like, oh, well now we're just, now we're just screwed. Like that was our, that was our one shot. We're never going to get it again, whatever. I don't actually think that's the case. Now, I think that if you, you know, if really amazing opportunities keep coming along and you are just like, no, 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 you know, like just repeatedly just not doing anything that is going to move yourself or your business forward. And that might be, I think there's larger, larger things that play there. Um, but I don't honestly think that like the universe is out to destroy us over one, uh, decision like that. Right. I don't, I don't think that your whole business is going to come crashing down because you didn't buy that course on Facebook ads, right? Like during the enrollment period, I I don't, I don't think that that is really like a thing that we have to, that we have to worry about. So I wouldn't put too much weight on like, oh my God, if I say no to this, then it's going to be the end of everything. But it is just, it's really important to note that we cannot say yes to all of the things and we cannot say yes to all of the people. And we have to live with the reality of no and saying no. And the reality of sometimes our no's will disappoint people. I really, really, really hate the feeling of disappointing people. I hate it. It's like a huge trigger for me. Um, but at the end of the day, it's not up to us how people like feel in that instance. Like if we stop offering one of our offers that maybe somebody didn't get to take advantage of yet, but we don't want to offer it anymore. This has happened to me. That person might be disappointed that they never got to take advantage of the offer that we had while we had it, but we shouldn't hang on to something in our own business that's not serving us anymore merely because somebody might just be disappointed that it's not there anymore. Right. Or had I said no to that summit, like, would they have been annoyed? Would they have been disappointed? I don't know, maybe, but at the end of the day, like I got to do what's right for me. Right. I'm not, I'm not causing harm by saying no, I'm not being an asshole by saying no, just, it's just me declining the thing, right? They might be annoyed. They might have to go back to the drawing board and find someone else, but ultimately like that, that's doesn't need to be my burden. Right. So hopefully this helps you, uh, figuring out how to say no to certain things. So you can say yes to better things. Um, again, uh, I would love it. If you are on Instagram, be sure you're following me at Eric Tevins consulting, say hi, screenshot this, post it in your stories, tag me. 
Um, I love, I always love to hear from my listeners. And I know that if you share it, then there are probably people who follow you who would love to know that this episode exists as well, or this podcast exists. So I always, always appreciate when people help spread the word about it. And as always, happy selling. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Sell It Sister podcast. If you loved it and you want more, be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And then head on over to sellitsisterhood.com to join my free Facebook community group. And as your mama said, sharing is caring. So if you got a lot of value out of this episode, be sure to share it with your biz besties too, okay? Now get out there and sell it, sister.